Hello there. Did you call a diesel tech? I'm here to run your overhead. Paul? What are you doing? What? Paul, we're supposed to be doing an intro. Oh, that's right. Shop Talk Podcast for more, uh, whatever we were just doing. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here, folks. Get ready for the show. Well, folks, Shop Talk Episode 3 is about to kick off. I don't know what we're talking about yet, but uh, we definitely have a story we have got to share with our, our listeners. Do we need to trudge up that ancient history <laughs> we, there? I mean, it was three <laughs> weeks ago. We definitely oh, yeah. have to trudge this oh, this stuff yeah. up. We've been meaning to talk about it. Yeah, for we actually three weeks, two weeks now. Yeah, we yeah. forgot we were going to talk about it last last episode. Yeah. So our fellow co-host here, uh, Paul Taylor. <laughs> After leaving episode one, what did you do, Paul? You want to tell the, the well, folks I, what you did? I got my car and I went home. Oh, <laughs> did you did you happen to hit anything on your, I on know, your way out? What was the first stop you made? After you left John's house. <laughs> you know, there might have been a light pole out in John's parking lot. <laughs> right behind your car. And I might have. It wasn't really a hit. I I, I kissed it. We traded some yeah, paint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who won? I did. Okay, good. Yeah. You didn't knock it over. I was, I'm going to say my pole didn't even get a scratch it's on it. It's got a dent in it. I saw, I oh, noticed. did it? Yeah. It's got red paint on it. It's got a little red paint. Okay. Yeah. No, I was looking. Walt was backing out at the same time as me, so I'm looking for him. And I'm not looking in the, my rear view, and John's looking at me, standing up on the steps. I'm like, what the fuck are you looking at? And then, boom. I wasn't I'm going like one mile an hour. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, John's parking lot out here is full of customer vehicles. I'm like, I just hit a customer vehicle. I made a headache for my friend. And then I look in my mirror, and it's that stupid light pole. I'm like, oh, thank God. (laughs) Honestly, I could not stop laughing. We all got out and looked. Oh, so funny. Now I'm pulled right up to it facing it. So if I hit it tonight, just take my fucking You've had too many beers if that's the case. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> should have was a D when it should have been an R. <laughs> oh boy! All right, built folks, Ford tough. We that pole definitely came off worse definitely had to share our little Paul Taylor story today. Oh man! Um, I don't know. We definitely got to share a couple customer funny customer stories. I I got one that I just like comes to mind, and I don't know why. Like it just hit me. I got an RO. Um, this was back when Trump first got elected, back in, what, 2016? Well, right after he got elected, I get this RO that says, please remove Hillary Clinton sticker from bumper. <laughs> I'm like, you can't be serious. Like, this is all you're coming in for? Yep. Could you please remove the Hillary Clinton sticker from my bumper? <laughs> sure. <laughs> rip it off (laughs) I go take that sticker and our senior master tech is super conservative (laughs) Donnie Trump all the way so I go stick this Hillary Clinton sticker on his toolbox while he's out in the shitter and he did not (laughs) notice for at least a couple hours and he comes out who enough put this goddamn (laughs) sticker on my box (laughs) <laughs> Honestly, it was just a 
funny RO to get. It was just like, huh, I'm not fixing a car today, but I'll rip your bumper sticker off. That's a good one. Bad life choices. <laughs> Do you think, was it a car they just bought? No. It was no. a sticker they put on? Yeah. 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 Well, they put it on themselves. Yeah. You know. Oh, boy. Thanks for your work. Thanks for your... Uh, yeah, that was an easy hundred yeah, bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Chop had oh, to charge man. him a minimum of an hour. I'm like, mm, yeah. whatever. Good deal. Easy money. I'll, I'll rip your Hillary Clinton bumper sticker off any day. <laughs> <laughs> Felt real good ripping it off, too. It was like, yeah! <laughs> oh, it was funny. Well, now that the world knows our political views. <laughs> well, there goes. Oh, I don't vote. <laughs> I'm straight up. I don't vote. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the problem, man. I'm not voting You're good You're a problem in more ways than one. Exactly. Well, hey. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. No, I, no, I can't get into politics because I don't vote. Because mostly I don't want to go do jury duty. <laughs> you also don't pay taxes. I mean... Hey, now. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Hey. No, he... Shh. Don't worry. He pays taxes. Sometimes. Three times a, <laughs> three times a decade. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. Uh, you guys got any funny stories that come to mind that you just need to share? What? Well, I don't deal with a whole lot of customers, but mm. I do have a uh, interesting story. Or same, just a funny story. Same night that Paul hit the pole, Ooh. just a couple hours prior on my way out here, taking this, it's just a two-lane kind of a back road, get around outskirts of Helena, East Helena area, you know. <clears throat> and uh, it's right at dusk, but up ahead I see cherries and berries, you know, cop car. And as I get closer, they're right in the middle of my lane, just stopped with a car ahead of them. Doors are all open, and I slow way down, and nobody's coming, so I get in the other lane. And I'm trying to figure out what's going on. There's a lady on the ground, and uh, she's doing some weird screaming. And I can't tell you for sure what it was, but sure looked like she was having a baby to me <laughs> in the middle of the road with two highway patrolmen. Well, you got some experience in that, so you know. Well, I know what that kind of sounds like, yeah. So, anyway. Jesus. That's wild. I just hope Just her? Uh, the only civilian I saw there, yeah. I think they ought to name that child. Highway 247? Highway 247, <laughs> or figure out how to... Initials are the same faster. as Montana Highway Patrol. I mean, <laughs> Mary Helen Patrick. <laughs> we just call them the Goof Troop. Uh, anyway, that's my interesting story for the night, probably one of them. Right on. Paul? I got a customer. Walt dredged up a bunch of my customer <laughs> stories last week. Um, i tell you the one about the customer and his escape battery. So we had this Ford Escape, like a 15. It came in on a rollback. The battery was dead. We um, get it in the shop. I had to take, you know, a snap-on jump pack and leave that on the battery and yeah. drive it in. Mm -hmm. I put a battery in it, in out, 45 minutes. Yeah. The wife, she must have rolled, rode in with the rollback or something because she's there, takes the car, no big deal. Well, the... This lady's husband, he was notorious at Ford. He has a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, and I, oh, One of those customers, very, you see him coming, and you just go, oh. Yeah. 
Uh, and I knew it was his, so I even took a little extra time. I cleaned up the cover that goes on the battery. Cleaned up the terminals. Well, I... The cables on the... Well, yeah, I, yeah. But the battery was dusty, and I didn't clean the battery off because there's a cover that goes mm -hmm. over it. So anyway, about an hour later, the husband comes in, fuming mad. He's accusing me of stealing from them and that I didn't change the battery. Well, he had watched a YouTube video on how to change that. And the proper way to do it is there's a cowl. The battery goes under the cowl. Yeah. And the way Ford and YouTube apparently tells you to do it is pull the wipers off, pull <laughs> this miserable plastic cowl off. That'll probably break. That'll probably break. break. In the middle of the winter, oh, plastic likes to break. Oh, yeah. Definitely cold. break. And all the clips will break, too. Honestly, yeah. all the yeah. clips will break. Yeah. So they tell you to do it that way. I figured out you can take the basically the back of the battery box off if you undo two screws and you undo a connector in the um, fuse block. Sure. And you lay that aside, get your positive terminal out, slide the battery about halfway out, get the negative terminal off, uh -huh. slide it the rest of the way out, and you're good. It takes a lot less time, a yeah. lot less to break. A third the time, yeah. 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 <clears throat> so he's saying, well, there's still leaves up on the cowl, and the battery's dusty. <laughs> he never changed it. Anyway, my service manager at the time, good guy named Darren, still, he's awesome. Oh, yeah, Darren. Um, <laughs> he's got a good reputation. Yeah. So Darren, at the time, well, he wasn't service manager, excuse me. He was... Um, shop foreman we were in between service managers um so darren comes out and he says hey you put a battery in that escape right and i says yeah of course i said the core is sitting right there john hasn't come and got it yet that john's parts guy. okay yeah and so darren says well i'm gonna go up there and i'm gonna go up there and have words with this customer he was you know darren would have my back he was just wanting to make sure yeah. i didn't screw up yeah first. you always double check before you do that so yeah. there's a big pissing match between my service writer, <laughs> the shop foreman, Darren, and this customer. Finally, what they work out is, okay, if I can do it again in the same amount of time, he will buy a second battery. And so <laughs> they get the escape around and John goes, the parts guy gets another battery. Uh -huh. And then he comes out there when they're getting this escape into the shop and my parts guy's coaching me. He's like, okay, you gotta do this. He says, how fast can you do this? I said, I could probably do it in 15 minutes now. I don't have to, you know, go out and jump it and do the RO and all that. He says, okay. And we had all my tools. Out, so he's like, what tool do you need first? I mean, yeah, like I'm going NASCAR. to the NASCAR pit yeah, stop. Ooh, so yeah. they pull this escape in and they let the customer stand in the door between the service <laughs> office and the shop. We're mad at him. through the window. Yep, right, he yeah. was standing, well, he's standing in the open door watching. Okay. And the oil change guy and John are standing on one side of the shop. The dealership shut down over this. The salesmen are in the shop watching. Darren and Felisa, the service manager, are watching. Bill, the general manager's watching. I mean, They're I was the center of attention. And Joey, the oil change guy, he's standing there with a stopwatch. I don't know where he got a stopwatch, but he had a stopwatch. And I, that hood pops, and I see him click that stopwatch. And so, um, anyway, I get this no big, I wasn't even working fast. You know, yeah. I wasn't even, I'm just yeah. doing my thing. I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, he's watching, whatever. Yeah. That battery hits the floor. I hear Joey say six minutes and whatever seconds. <laughs> And I hear, I'm not looking at the guy. He's standing behind me. I hear the door to the service office clunk, closed. <laughs> so I get it finished up. We pulled around. It was like 12, 13 minutes, oh, something man. like that. 
<laughs> in the book times like an hour and a half if you yeah. pull the cowl. Well, finally, yeah. I guess Darren, I didn't see it. Um, I guess Darren got in the guy's face and said, see, I told you, we don't effing steal from people. <laughs> so then the guy comes out to the shop and he's like, why do you do it that way? Why do you think that's superior? And I told him, I said, you know, less things to break. It's quicker. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's a flat rate. You're making money. Yeah, you you're get your car back. To think how can I get yeah. a job faster? Uh-huh. You get your uh-huh. car back sooner. I get to my next job sooner. Right. And he was nice to me, but I don't think we ever saw him again. <laughs> and oh, he yeah. bought and paid for two battery changes. Uh huh. And well, good deal. As he's walking away, I say, "Oh, would you like me to put this other battery in your trunk?" And he's. Yes, please. And walks away. <laughs> well, that's nice. Yeah. I found one or two <laughs> things happen in, with customers when you do that. Is they either never come back again, or they come back and they never say a fucking word about the repairs yeah. from then on. They're a customer for life. They're a they customer trust for you. life. Yep. Yep. This same guy, he had a little, I don't remember what model Ford car it was, but he accused one of our other techs of losing the engine cover. Uh-huh. And he... Tim, he'd been working on Fords forever. He said, this engine never had an engine cover. And they went back and forth and back and forth. Finally, one day, Tim says, um, he's in front of the shop computer, talking to this guy. He stands up, pushes the laptop to the guy, gets out his wallet, sets his credit card on the table, and says, get on the internet, find me an engine cover for that. I don't even care if Ford makes it. Uh I will buy it on my credit card. (laughs) I mean, he never found it, Uh so... Oh, man. He was notorious. Oh, man. Huh. That's a good one. No, way to set him straight, Paul. <laughs> way to go. Actually, yeah, on, uh, not a battery issue, but I actually had a customer here at uh, JB3 Customs, and they their rear washer wasn't working. Oh, no big deal. I go get the car. She's elderly, so I bring it. I go get the car for her, and I bring it here, just save her the the trip and hassle. I get it in, and eh, something simple, fine. Oh, the motor's not coming on. Oh, why is the motor not coming on? Well, in and, and this era of Ford, it's one of the newer Fords. It's a single motor that's uh, uh, actuated with two different switches. So it has yeah. two different power yep. options. It'll put pressure to the front or pressure <coughs> to the back. back. Yep. Yep. yep, exactly, okay. Well, it would work out the front, but it wouldn't work out the back. I'm like, okay, well, obviously the motor works. Right. It's like, why isn't it getting the power from the rear switch? Well, on that system, there's two fuses. There's a fuse for the front side of the switch, and there's a fuse for the back side of the switch. Well, she had popped the fuse to the back side of the switch, so it obviously only works yeah. on one side. Yeah. Oh, easy. Pop a fuse in, it works. Easy money day kick the thing out, deliver the car back to the customer. She calls me the next morning. It doesn't fucking work still. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) what? My wife calls me. Did you not fix it? I'm like, yeah. Was working when I left. I'm like, was it froze or something this morning? She she called me like cracking in the morning. Uh I'm like, I checked the temperature when I left. It was 25 at my house. Yeah. That's below freeze. Uh-huh. If you don't got good bug juice, I'm assuming, hey, maybe it just froze. Right. Because that'll, yeah, override the pump kind of thing. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. or it just won't come out. Right. Uh-huh. Well, she's kind of irritated. I said, well, why don't you just bring the car out? I said, you meet me at the shop. I said, if it's 
not working, I'll fix it for free. No mm -hmm. big deal. I went and made sure I bought a bunch of fuses in case yeah. it had popped another one. I'm, that's what I'm thinking the worst. So I got a stack of fuses so I could really go through the harness. <laughs> I'm getting prepared for this long ordeal and she oh, pulls in the shop and I hop in the car and I hit the button, it comes on. And it's working. Uh -huh. And my wife is standing there because they're kind of friends or whatever. And Cass like, did you hit the right button? <laughs> I'm like, Cass, you can't see that. And she's like, yeah, I know what button it is. And she comes in. I said, well, did you hit this little button on the end? And she's like, yeah. I said, well, that's just the the wiper operation. I said, the actual thing is... quarter part. Yeah, you have to push this thing forward. Uh, yeah. and if you pull it back, it's, it's the yeah. front one. You push yeah. it, it's the rear one. So I push it, and it comes on. I said, well, why don't you hop in? You just hold it down. I'll go watch it. And I know it's not going to, like, have any issues. So I'm just back there watching her just piss all over the floor. <laughs> I just let her keep going till that bitch is damn near empty. Like, yeah, it's working fucking great. I'm like, you think maybe it was just froze this morning? She's like, yeah, that was yeah, definitely yeah. what it was. Yeah. It was definitely froze this morning. And I'm like, you were hitting the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's all sometimes. Yeah. yeah, you know what? She was like, ah, oh, okay. She was super happy about it. And she had to go back to California. I was like, bye bye. Oh, yeah. Have fun it down won't there. Freeze there. Yeah. Yeah. You won't and if freeze it does, down stay there. Over there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> we had a Toyota 4Runner for a while. And uh, all of a sudden, the, uh, the rear wiper, same deal. The wiper wouldn't come on to just knock the dust off the back window even you know mm -hmm. so we take it into the dealership because uh, dad didn't have time at the time to look at it or anything well i think it was probably in our warranty yeah yeah the car was brand new and uh we get a call about half hour later yeah it's done okay, so, okay yeah so i go in and get it it's like it just oh no actually we didn't even take it in my wife called the dealership told him what was happening and he's like well would you just check and make sure the rear windows rolled up all the way? <laughs> That's got that and, rear window. Yeah. The, so the, on the Forerunner, the whole lift gate window slides down yeah. into the door, and sure enough, we hit the button, and you just hit, barely hear the of it just hitting the top bit. of the just rubber, you know, just enough to make it not work. Yep. The other one, similar to the, your button story. So when we have a vehicle through the body shop get the repairs done and then we detail the inside and outside of them mm -hmm. get all the dust and sludge out and stuff well buttons get bumped when you're wiping the dash down and all that stuff oh, and a handful of times we've had customers come back and say the lights my dash it's just not working at all <laughs> yeah i got nothing i've had that <laughs> It's, just, it's not so working at all. You've bumped the dimmer. Yeah, and the dimmer. So I've had a couple of them. I'm like, well, will you just go take care of this for us? You know, our whole rest of them are busy. Oh, yeah, sure, whatever. So I go in there and uh, you just kind of roll that little knob up and roll it back down, make sure it all comes on dim, bright, dim, bright. Yeah. <laughs> and you go into the customer. Yeah, I think I know what it is. You want to come out and I'll just show you. And you do that for him, or you just kind of roll the little knob up. Oh, I didn't even think to look there. So the last response was, you know, now I know. Yeah. Yeah. I had one, honestly. Uh, <laughs> the guy lives just down the road from me. 
Oh, the interior dash lights haven't worked since I bought the car. This car is 25 years old. I'm like, mm. Oh, mm. waited a long time to fix this. <laughs> wow, nobody can figure it out. I'm thinking, oh, really? What is it? What is it? It's a, it was a 98 Legacy Outback. Okay. <laughs> the OG body yeah. style. Yeah. And <clears throat> this hasn't worked since the day I've owned this car. And I go over there and on on the drive, I'm driving it, test driving it. Cause he said the speedometer doesn't work. And it went out. The little motor does the okay, speedometer. Yeah. It went out. Yeah. I was like, see, you know, the lights here work. I'm like, oh, well, your switch is off. Flick it on. All the all the dash lights, everything, everything yeah. works just perfectly fine. He's like, there's a button for that? And this guy went like 20 years. Oh, my word. Not knowing that he had to roll that thing up to turn the fucking dash lights on. I'm like, wow. Oh, I, I feel bad for whatever guy I couldn't figure that out for you. I'm like, where did you take it? He's like, well, I didn't take it anywhere. I'm like, oh. Oh, uh-huh. now the truth comes that, out. That, yeah. <laughs> so here's some advice for anybody listening that's not in the automotive world at all. If you got a question like that, there's a cool book usually in the glove box. Oh, it's man. called the Owner's Manual. Take it out of the and, cellophane. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and thumb through it. I like going to the index part in the back because you can look up like dash lights. It gives you like a page number? Yeah, and you can flip to that page. That's and, way down oh, on paper. Man. I will say... <laughs> The one thing I had to say bad about that fucking Ford with that uh, rear wiper issue is Fords don't like clearly label all their fuses. They just give you a oh, number, yeah. yeah, and then you have to go look in the book and yep. reference that number. And you hope it's in the book, otherwise you got to oh, go. You computer. hope they have the book. Well, and you hope they have the book. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I was gonna years. say. It's mm-hmm. in the book. It's you hope they have the book in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that is a gripe with Ford. They don't label their fuse boxes. That yeah. is so stupid, in my opinion. And in that lady's defense, they change their their control, you know, their controls oh, for yeah. the vehicle about every three years. Uh-huh. So yeah, no, I totally yeah. understood that, and I could tell she just hadn't used it in a long time. But I was more curious why the fuse popped. But I had yeah. finally just got to the conclusion that I think that it was just froze. And she just kept trying it, deadheaded trying the motor, it, and yep. deadheaded the motor until it finally popped it. Yeah, which is yeah. what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I else. chalked it up as, because the whole the front worked. Yeah, everything so else. Everything worked, else yeah. was working, and like I said, it's a single motor. Mm-hmm. If it was a dual motor system, then yeah, okay, why is it popping? But yep. I don't know. <clears throat> Simple shit, I guess. That can really be funny yeah it's funny later it didn't it seem as funny when they call you and they're like it doesn't fucking work and you're like, like oh. Oh. and those yeah it's it's funny when they're the easy fixes yeah I, yeah. That, yeah that makes you feel a little better yeah it's not so bad i'd have felt like a dick though if that thing had been popping my fuck this mm. is gonna be an ordeal because now there is yeah. a wire somewhere from those here to there that's things. shorted yeah and I could tell that that was not going to be easy access in any way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. Yeah, that's tough. Put them out of a vehicle for a while and where you, while you're well, tearing it some, apart. Yeah, for yeah, something I mean, so simple. Yeah. You can be like, you can gut an interior, you mm-hmm. can gut fenders, liners. I mean, the sky is the limit when it comes to accessing wires. Yeah. And 
Yeah. Even just that washer hose. Yeah. Either runs all the way through the headliner or all the way along the floorboard or something into that rear gate. And a lot yeah. of times they break at that rear gate. That so it's hinge where I, point. I, yeah, I'll yep. check it first yep. just make sure it pans through. And wire, wirings too in that yeah, spot. Same yeah, same spot. <clears throat> Subarus were actually really common. Mm -hmm. Like the 05 to 09s. Yeah, I did an outback one. Had a bad batch of them. Mm -hmm. that, and they updated what they made the wires out of later. Oh, sure. So that they didn't crack and break? Yep. Yeah. And they updated the harness. So we've any harness you put in later has the updated. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. They're like. Uh, it's almost like test lead wire. I was just going to say, they're like test lead wires. Real, flex, real flexible. Real meant to be flexed a bunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had one <laughs> rear washer issue. Um, I guess I, today we're just talking about yeah. random repairs. Yeah. First, first segment. First about, segment. Uh, yeah. Random repairs. Shop stories. This one shop I had. Story. Shop talk 101. Shop, shop talk. <laughs> we're talking about the shop. Damn it. That's how it oh, goes. I fucking love it. <laughs> We did have a plan. We had a plan. coming into this, but we we'll might get, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get to the main topic. We gotta <laughs> keep you guys interested. <laughs> yeah, I had one rear wiper or rear washer wasn't working, and put a nozzle on it. And that and I'm like, huh, it didn't work. Still, I'm like, must be plugged. And Darren again, and two mentions for Darren today. He Damn, said, yeah, just Darren, you know, we are giving no. you a shout out. Shout out. Hey, you want to come be on the show? He, I think he funny. works for what Watson Irrigation. He's working for Watson's oh, yeah. now. Yep. That's another baller ass company. Oh yeah. But Darren says, just you know, blow into it, you know, with your mouth. <laughs> well, I think better that I use my uh, air air chuck. Yep. And I had Tim watching. He's like, wretching, oh, watching the um, reservoir. There's chunks of dead mouse coming up. <laughs> oh. I'm like, really? oh, I'm so glad I didn't listen to you, Darren. Oh. No way. That was a nasty one. <laughs> Mice and vehicles could be its whole episode in itself. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. The amount of dead. Funniest oh, thing, man. I guess, I, it just came to mind. You know what? I had a car drive all the way from... I work in Helena, so the car came from Lincoln. It drove an hour at least, but she drove... From Lincoln to Helena, ran a couple errands, and then came to her appointment. He's like, man, my car has just been making this weird noise all the way here. <laughs> it's never made that noise before. I popped the hood. There is a live rabbit just fucking sitting on top of the engine, just screaming. Rabbits are bad. And he's alive. He is not dead. Very much alive. Quite, he don't know what to do. Quite warm. And he's he's a little fried. He definitely was warm. And like I'm like kind of in shock, you know. Like I popped the hood, and, you know, like you kind of jump back for a minute. You don't expect you're like, anything to be looking yeah, at. Yeah, I didn't expect you. it to like looking at me. Without hesitation, my manager walks by and just like snagged it. I was just like, "Whoa, dude! Dang!" He's like, "What do I do with it now?" I'm like, I don't know. Go take it out the back door. <laughs> he, he walks up to the customer. He's like, "Do you want your rabbit back?" <laughs> and she's like, "No." You can get rid of that for me. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, oh. he goes, throws it out back, and it runs away or whatever. I don't know what he did with it. Uh huh. Put it out back. And anyway. Oh man, I can't. God, it was funny though. That rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> 
squealing in there. I'm like, man, why didn't it get out when you parked at like Walmart? She's like, yeah, I was at Walmart for like an hour. I'm like, you didn't want to leave? Nice and warm in there. I say, he was toasty. Oh, man. Had a substitute teacher. He, his sister was still in school. He'd graduated and just substitute and put yeah. himself through college. Okay. And he comes in one morning and it's one his sister had two cats one of them got under the hood of the pickup and oh, no more, no cat. more cat oh he's like god no. how am i going to tell my sister well she happened to be the first class he was um subbing for subbing for yeah. and he walks in and he says all right students raise your hand if you have two kitties at home and his sister's kind of looking around like what's going on here and she raises her hand and he points her no you put your hand down <laughs> My God! No, no, that's you put your one way to break the news. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> oh my God! The correct answer for you is one. Nope. <laughs> Wrong again. That's funny. It's, oh man! Rabbits are the worst for cars. Pack. I gotta go. Pack rats. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't dealt with pack rats. I had a Tesla. Uh, they were Big bad Tesla at, at, at the ranch. We got yeah. rats, but here at my house, it's the rabbits. Uh, we got them in our fire trucks. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> More like IPA. <laughs> mm -hmm. Walter likes his hops. Yeah, I did. I did a big Tesla repair, and for some reason, I, I finished it up, and it sat out front waiting for the customer to come get it. I don't know why it sat there so long. Anyway, they. Uh, like we talked about in the last oh, episode, last episode, you uh, you got to pull them in and charge them every so often, <laughs> so the customer can drive them home. And uh, so their their estimator goes to start or get in it. You don't really start them, but you get in it to drive around. Nothing. Door wouldn't open. Hood oh, won't open. You know. Oh yeah. Nothing. Dead you can't do anything oh. with a dead battery in a Tesla. Yeah. So. Um, and they can't really be jumped. So some like, of them have a have like a, a tow hook cover in the front bumper mm -hmm. that has two wires connected to it. Oh, that really? You pull those wires off and hook it to your jump pack, and then you can open the hood. That pops the hood. So you can charge it. So, so that you could hook a jump pack up to the 12-volt battery so you can at least open the door. Oh, my God. And then... And then what? Uh, so you can put it in neutral to push it to the charger? No, you can't push them. You can only push them 25 feet. The 30. Yeah, 30. 25 or 30 or something, yeah, oh. before you oh, yeah. spool up the motors and hurt the battery or whatever. Anyway, I don't know. It might have got towed in the shop, actually. I think it did. Did it? Yeah, we had to tow it in the shop. It was, don't worry, it's 21 feet. They measured. Well, they probably have a rollback. Yeah, we got rollbacks, so yeah. we towed it. Yeah, yeah, we put it on a rollback. Yeah, flatbed. Anyway, towed in. Oh no, so I forgot, That's, this is the rabbit part. They pop the hood, you know, they hook the jump pack up to those two wires, the hood pops, and here's a rabbit, jumps right out <laughs> at, at the estimator. And we're like, uh, yeah, that's not a good sign. Uh, no. So, uh, comes back to me, I get digging around, and there's probably, oh, 20, 25 wires chewed out. And yeah, lots of splicing and of course, well, luckily I saved a couple extra front-end wiring harnesses, so I had a couple plugs. And why why do they gotta chew them right at Dude, the plug? Yeah, it's I, at the plug. They like to chew them like just close enough to the plug that you think maybe, maybe. 
yeah, I can solder <laughs> that. And then you start, and you're like, no, no this ain't no, happening. We are yeah. No. I don't know why they got to do that oh, Man. And it was way up on the firewall. It's always in the miserable spots. Fresh, fresh painted bumper, you know, so I'm trying not to lean on that. Took all the, they got a frunk. That's the package tray on the, where, oh, the, yeah. where the engine is in a normal yeah. car, you know. Yeah, it's a trunk. It's a and front trunk. Front, yeah, front trunk. A frunk. Front trunk, yeah. A frunk. <laughs> so, like Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got this crossbar in there. So I'm up in there, a six foot three guy in this tiny little spot, all hands and knees. <laughs> crunched in there as tight as I can. My legs are falling asleep as I'm connecting these wires back together. Yeah, mechanics are part-time contortionists. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, I got all the wires fixed that I could see, and the car worked. Thank God. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, who knows? It could have been way worse. But I got it. One on that front trunk. This, yeah. I remembered. Um, <laughs> a frunk. A frunk. <laughs> well, the old cracky up every time. I want to just get frunk. Frunk. It's a frunk. That's, I want a car That's the technical frunk. Tesla term. It's a frunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, we are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> we, uh, the old Volkswagen Beetles, they had a frunk because they were <laughs> air cooled in the back. It's like fart. It's, like it's in the front. <laughs> <laughs> That's called a queef. <laughs> I don't like hearing Say those. Say queef, it's funnier. Me out, boys. <laughs> so you're frunk in the VW, Paul. But we thought it was hilarious to call when I was working at Ford to call our service writer and ask her for a quote to do a water pump on one because they're air-cooled. Uh-huh. She spent two hours looking for a labor guide on it. <laughs> and we, she called us back to tell us she... We couldn't do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so oh, funny. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that leads into another topic I've been thinking about is, uh, which I don't want to give away too many of these, but pranks you pull on the new guys. Oh, man, I wish I could really tap into that. Golly. Do not pull yeah. very many pranks at our work. Yeah. Mostly our management just... Really gets upset Frowned about it. Upon. Yeah, yeah, I've pulled a few because I've been there a while, but they're real harmless. I yeah yeah. Some you of the pranks I hear from far. some of these guys, I'm like, oh my god, dude, y'all are uh-huh. on another level. Yeah, <laughs> I was asked not to share some of those. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I get a non. I could. Sh- I you could share, share anything. I could share on this a little cast. one. Shop Wait. Talk Podcast. We get it all here, folks. Well, you're so, in a safe spot here. Yeah, you're in a safe right. spot. Anything you say in here is safe. It's safe. You're yeah. good. Your wife our, can't get you in here. Our 15 to 20 <laughs> listeners, they won't say anything. Yeah, our our whole five listeners. <laughs> Except my boss, that's gonna listen, is the one that told me not to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna have him on the cast. Well, so this was we're the gonna so make sure other Top Gun us. auto body wall work. Oh for. yeah, different shop. So, Oh yeah, this was not a even Ted's problem. Show. Right, right. Okay, so I'll share this one, kind of similar to yours, Paul. It's just simple, harmless one. Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the most killing? recent. That's not even that funny, but the most recent one. Uh, the new kid pulls a truck into the wash bay, does something with it, like a pre-wash, and. Uh, then it won't start. Well, it's a Ford truck. I told him that was the first problem, but then uh, they circled it up. Yeah, with blue. Yeah, and uh, I was like, well, you know, it's pretty common on these that the flux capacitor goes out. You oh, just just call wow. CarQuest. 
Have them, have it, tell, tell them what it is. Yeah. <laughs> tell them what vehicle it is and see if they can get a flex capacitor for you. So I kind of follow him over to the phone. Tell him the phone number. Oh my and he God. calls. Yeah, I'm working on this 2015 Ford F-250. Can I get a in? flux capacitor? And I had to put it on speakerphone too. Oh my God. It was just like this pause. A what? A flux capacitor. What vehicle is that for again? <laughs> and about the third question, the guy at CarQuest asked him, he turns and looks at me and the three other guys watching him. Are you guys messing with me? <laughs> and I couldn't hold it together any longer. I just bust out laughing. God. I did one of those. There's a flux capacitor, you know, a Back to the Future reference. Yeah. I think it's AutoZone. It's on their website. You can look it up. <laughs> I went and we had these things we called uh, want sheets. You you know, put down your VIN and your RO, and then you the parts you need it, you'd turn mm-hmm. it into the parts manager, he'd get it for you. Sure. So I get that part number. I write it down. I write John a note. I say, oh, by the way, I was able to pull a part number for you. Made up an RO number, and then I went to, like, one of the fancy used car I think it was like Meekum or something I found a VIN number for a DeLorean and I put that on the want slip and turned it in and John comes out later and I even wrote for him yeah I found you a part number I think this is an AutoZone number blah 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 whatever (laughs) he comes out about two hours later just laughing he loved it he he thought that was so funny oh man that's classic that's awesome now there are there's not very many pranks pulled at our shop. JB3 Customs just me, so I'm just pranking myself yeah. at that point. Not very efficient either. <laughs> we ain't getting a lot done. You gotta pretend to be surprised. <laughs> oh my! Woo! <laughs> Who put that there? <laughs> Where'd that blinker food come from? <laughs> oh jeez. My favorite was when we got a we got a wireless. Um, it's. Ford IDS, that's their scan tool. But the first wireless one we got, we like to put it in the oil change rigs before the, the kid who was doing oil changes at the time got to him. Then you can connect and you lock and unlock the doors while it's on the rack and make him think he locked himself out, blow the horn and all kinds of stuff. That IDS got used more for pranks. Then. That's a good one. Hmm. Interesting. Might have to use that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I was thinking about something. Uh, what do you guys think has been the most valuable training you've received? Like, out of... Because training never really stops in this industry. Mm-hmm. You're kind of always learning. You're always evolving. But what was one, like, place that you got any kind of training, formal, informal training? What kind of... What was the most valuable training for you like college high school just uh, doing the work yeah hands on hands on. on the job that was um as far as what i use now yeah because i didn't go to body school I went to mechanic school but i'm a body man um <laughs> real smart there yeah you could know. be a top five Sorry. painter but <laughs> I haven't got there I yet. Yeah, I know. The guy in the auto shop with all the body hammers in his toolbox. <laughs> yeah. yeah, half his box yeah. is body tools. Yeah. No, um, schooling-wise, college was definitely... got two years of 
I mean, there, there was a lot of oh, hands-on and knowledge that um, people there. Yeah, threw us in the deep end and. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. cool. Was there I to think, make sure that whatever techs graduated knew. Yeah. More than nothing, you know. Yeah, you weren't. You weren't. Yeah, and yeah. Joe told me once. Joe was one of our instructors that his theory on teaching us was he said he's not going to be able to work on his own vehicle someday so he <laughs> i'm sure wants to make sure there's someone Somebody. out there he trusts to uh-huh. do it that's as yeah. a professor that is a great way to look at it mm-hmm. how about you paul what was the what was the most valuable training or schooling you've come across that you thought um, was there was a, you the most? a lot of value for me in uh traveling to Ford school in Seattle because you're there with other guys that are working on the same product line. There were times where you'd go in and like everybody's having a similar issue that no one knows how to fix and one guy's got the solution. So you Mm -hmm. just take other guys' experiences back with you to the dealership and share them, help you. Just help make your shop better too. I was going to say kind of on the same lines of that is... uh, being factory trained, I think, was bar none the most beneficial for me day to day um, because there's just a ton. I got to actually finish the entire factory training from start to finish. Mm, I mean, there is no more, awesome. there's no more training for me to do for the factory, but for now. Well, for now. Oh, yeah. well, we, have, <laughs> we have updates, but that's okay. more or less new products. Gotcha. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We dropped a new blah, blah, blah. We got to go, all right, what's new on it? How do mm-hmm. we fix it? Here's the new tools. A lot of it's new tools. All right, we we had to make five new tools. Hmm. Here's how you use these new tools. They're going to be shipped to you on this date. All right, we're going to have a little online class on it. And then if it's something really major, then they'll ship us out for that update to say, wow. all right, we'll all go through it together. Mm-hmm. But, That's awesome. Um, <laughs> being factory trained, I think, was the most beneficial to me. Not that college, you don't learn a lot of like A to Z, but being able to focus on like one manufacturer. For efficiency on a for product efficiency. line. Yeah, for what you're working on now. But yeah, even you're... like for like what I do here at JB3 Customs, like a lot of my customers are they own Subarus because uh-huh. they know I'm I'm good at working on them. So yeah, um, that has transferred over to my business and it's been super beneficial. But you learn a lot of things that you wouldn't even think about, like going into it. Like, oh, by the way, if you just turn this like 50 degrees, it comes out, and you're like, I <laughs> broke fucking 10 of those to knock <laughs> that out. And you uh-huh. told me all I had to do was that, and it fucking pops out. You know, like oh, little yeah. shit. You know, yeah. Yeah. And how to use huh. their 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 scan tool, oh, which sure. is, is is a laptop. That's a but big part of your day huge. too. Huge. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of navigation in it that you don't even like. Even though you're you're hands on with it every single day, I mean, I had spent two years with that tool hmm. prior to being trained, and then you go to the train, and you're like, mm-hmm. I didn't know it could do that. I didn't know it yeah. could do that. I didn't know it could do that. And you're like. That's a Wait, big one I remember. And it, if you hit this button and that button, it it, it does this. And you're like, why not? There should be a whole fucking deal on this before we even uh-huh. get to touch this thing. Like, I should have, you should have sent me to this. It's going to save me money two years ago. Mm-hmm. Made the shop more money. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, huh. I got to say, though, after Dave's glasses, 
Ford's electronics was a breeze. <laughs> yeah, I will say that our our college know, electronics yeah. teacher he really made sure you knew what the f- was going yeah. on. I mean, I got a shout out to both of them. Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. We made it through the program, so we're probably a little biased. That we th- I, I thought they were great. great. They were yeah. great. You know, we yes. all right. got along with them. There's a. Right. Two thirds of the class Honestly, that didn't make it. We started with a that large were complete class, opposite. and what did we graduate with? Seven, six, six or I, seven. Did we start with twenty? We. Or I thought it was twenty-five. It was twenty-five. Oh, the program's yeah. only supposed to have twenty. Right. They took twenty-five because they knew yeah. the attrition rate. Yeah, them out. Yeah, yeah. and uh, out of what twenty-five, six or seven of us mm-hmm. made it out. I mean, but out of the six or seven that made it out, they. They're all yeah. in the industry making money. Yeah, it wasn't even six or seven; it was five, five or wasn't six. it? The three of us, uh, Corey and Colin, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Because Nolan, uh, uh, Bill didn't make it. Bill didn't finish, and Wiley. Wiley, to yeah. be fair, They're all he had was, was his uh, general. His generals, yeah. like math. Oh, and that's stuff. right. Yeah. He, fin- he yeah. finished. So Wiley's so he honorary six. He, yeah, yeah okay. he was our honorary six. Yeah, because he. He passed it. Yeah. So here's the other side of the teacher scenarios that we just hired. Top Gun just hired a, a gal that uh, started in the program. And Dave is still there. Joe's not anymore. But uh, I met the new guy. He's did you? Bad. He comes to our shop all the time. Oh, cool. To retrieve our... Uh, they're part uh, Subaru oh, that's affiliated right. now. That's right, so, yeah. Uh, for their transmission class, they've been coming and getting our junk CVTs that we pull out for uh-huh. recalls, or anytime we have a CVT we gotta pull out, they come oh, cool. and get them to teach the kids build how to build a CVT. Yeah. Well, that's good. And they're one of the most elaborate CVTs on the market, because okay. it's, it's integrated with the differentials. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. A lot going on yeah, there. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah. So this gal, I think, I mean, she had a purpose going in that she wanted to learn, like, engines and manual trans or something. I don't know if she really had intentions of finishing or not, but anyway, she's, Dave is the dumbest guy I know, and why would you base your whole, you know, final grade on three tests throughout the whole year, and, well, you know, sometimes it's not the teacher. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, I mean, that's a lot of it, it is. <clears throat> Not everyone learns the same, but yeah. it the same. You gotta. You gotta be put willing. in the work. You gotta be willing to put in yeah. the work. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta. Dave and Dom is not two words. No, no, I didn't say. The guy had a degree in digital electronics. I I think she used different words than dumb, but yeah, same point across. Same point. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. He's done. Yeah, what was he? He did logging for a lot of years, and I don't don't know what else he did. But well versed in like a lot of shit. We should have Dave on here. Totally. <laughs> We'd have to tone it way down for We'd Dave. We'd have to come to his house. I don't know. I feel like there's a side of Dave that we have no the, idea Yeah, about. I bet you're right. Yeah. I mean, like I said, him, he was a logger. He's a rancher, you know. A mechanic. A mechanic. He's a Chevy guy. He's a Chevy yep, guy. He's a good guy, yeah. I, I bet he likes to drink some beer. Or whiskey. He's or whiskey. Like a whiskey Honestly, I bet he's more of a whiskey drinker. And I... That I, day. I mean, we'd have to hit him up. Oh, man. That day he called us all that yeah, class is canceled, I yep. shot an L. Yeah, that, he's a good guy. He's a good guy, <laughs> guy. yeah. Ah, oh, man. What uh, what got you guys into cars? 
the automotive stuff. John, I think yours is pretty obvious. Well, I get, but So we'll start with you. We'll start okay. with you. Okay. Yeah. Well, if anyone doesn't know me, my dad has owned a shop his, since I was born. My dad's had his own mechanic shop. So since literally I could walk, yeah. I was out there. That was your daycare. That was my daycare. I mean, my dad set me up my jumper in the side of the shop while he worked away, uh-huh. you know, so... The moment I could walk, I was cleaning the tools and putting the tools away. And then as soon as my dad realized, okay, you're not totally incompetent. All right, start (laughs) changing some oil. And then, oh, you got that down. All right. By nine years old, I had rebuilt my first engine from ground up. By 10 years old, I had rebuilt my first transmission. And by the time I was 12, there was nothing I hadn't uh-huh. come across. Yeah. And that's a lot for a 12-year-old. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot for a 25-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> by, I don't know, by the time I was nine, my dad acquired a 69 Chevelle, mm-hmm. which was out in one of his old high school's best friends, uh field they had a big branch and it was his high school car and my dad used to ride around with it mm. in it when he was in high school and previous owner hit a bucking deer in it doing 150 miles an hour the whole front <laughs> clip was just totaled mm. and my dad set 500 bucks on the table and he walks away with the chevelle and we haul it home and uh just started gutting it, you know, tearing it apart, tinkering it, and my dad found an engine, which was what we wanted, which was, uh, that car wasn't an original Chevelle SS, it was a Malibu, a Chevelle Malibu. Well, the Malibu came with a 350. Well, we were not going to build it as a, a true Malibu again, we wanted to build it as an SS. So, to be an authentic SS, it needed to have a 396. So he finds a 396 block. I'm nine years old and I'm, I'm in love. The moment I saw that, the car was five different colors when we got it. It was red uh. with a white top <laughs> with black fenders and a gray back and uh. it was all different colors. <laughs> I saw that car and it's just like, the, my dad like yeah. at nine years old was like, if we get this running, this by the time you graduate, this will be your graduation yeah. present. Well, oh. lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole just, other discussion. He just hasn't given it to you yet. It hasn't officially. Did he tell you what graduation? <laughs> Maybe he didn't yeah. graduate. <laughs> oh. Oh, I fucking graduated. He just gave me a different vehicle. <laughs> um, but I was like, oh, we get this. This will be your car, and it's still my car. You know, we we share it all all year round. I'll take it for a month, and then. He'll take it for a month, and I'll take it for a month until the summer's over, and then That's cool. we park it. But anyway, in the process of this, I'm nine years old. I see this big block. It was the first big block as a child I had ever really seen sitting on a stand. Like, everything I had been around was cars and Chevy pickups and small blocks. And, you know, I didn't really know what a big block was till I saw that 390. And I just, it sparked something in me that was like, this is what I'm going to be doing the rest of my fucking uh, life. Uh-huh. And 
by 12, I had finished the motor. It was ready. My dad had funded the whole thing to build it. And I built it. My motor's mm -hmm. still running today, and I built it when I was 10 years old. <laughs> and people are like, oh, who built the motor? I was like, my 10-year-old self did. <laughs> and oh, That's cool. Granted, we did not get to set that engine in that car until we moved to our second job. Oh. So we... We towed it. The anticipation. Uh, oh, man. The amount of body work we put in that car. And, <laughs> and that car is what actually sparked the dream for me to start JB3 Customs. Like, that that whole process from... we turned, I turned every single nut and bolt on that car. Mm -hmm. There's, there isn't a nut bolt on that car that me or my dad didn't remove and put back in. There isn't a body panel I didn't sand. Yeah. There's not a nothing on that car I, I know we know it all yeah, you know yeah <sighs> it sparked it you know so that's that's what got me into it i guess was mm -hmm. my dad building the chevelle with him it was i don't know we were best friends but it was a, a way to get away from like life you know we could just yeah we could go work on that car and even if we made zero progress on it or it felt like i swear like almost 10 years of that car felt like we made zero progress like <laughs> we were just grinding away at the body work trying uh -huh. to get because this thing hit a deer at 150 miles an hour so the whole front clip just throw it away yeah start, start over. over yeah well we start building it and come to find out there are certain parts you couldn't get they don't make them anymore. Uh -huh. So now you're searching for parts and searching for parts. And The aftermarket wasn't as good back then for these no, cars. No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. It was garbage. <clears throat> Me as a kid not realizing, like, the cost of all this shit, you know? Yeah. These fucking parts are not cheap. And I'm just like... Mm -hmm. I'm I'm the one pushing him like go, we gotta go. get these parts, Taylor. Let's get these parts. My dad is just order, 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 <laughs> order, 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 order. But he he wouldn't let us put any of them on. He just kept like stashing them. He said, "We'll put all this shit on once the shell's ready. We gotta get the shell ready. We gotta mm -hmm. get the shell ready. Hmm. You gotta start from the frame. We gotta get the the structure ready to yep. go before yep. we can put all the cool shit in it." Basically. <laughs> Man, that was painful. Like, I just wanted it to run so bad. <laughs> I finally get, we get the car together. The body work is done. It's in five different colors still. It's half primed. Half of it's sanded from the old color. It's got multicolored front fenders that we found and shit's primed. There's no grill. <laughs> no no bumpers i just get the motor in it get it running i hear that thing run for the oh, first time I, the anticipation of hearing yeah. that motor i built it when i was 10 years old i didn't hear it run until i was 17. so i waited seven years to hear that thing run and in its first run, it shot a six-foot flame right out the carburetor in one of our, our buddies. There was like a crowd around uh -huh. us, I felt like, yeah, when yeah. we first fired up. Everyone just wanted to hear it run. Yeah. This thing shoots his flame out, and he's sitting over there like real close. It burns his fucking eyebrows <laughs> right off. <laughs> Holy shit, you know? <laughs> well, I shouldn't say, when we first fired up, we didn't even have fenders on it. It was just a front core uh -huh. support, and I had set the motor in. 
I didn't even have the exhaust finish tipped up. It was just straight full tube headers. <laughs> Thing was louder than fuck. <laughs> well, with no fenders, that core support it sits on. Yeah, it could kind of do this. So front, me, lean in front of me, back, yeah. and my dad's buddy are out there holding it. <laughs> Strong as Keep we could. From flying here's into the my fan. dad yeah. just whoop, whoop, and we're like, stop! Well, you gotta stop! break it in. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta build the whole well, pressure. You can't thing, break it in at idle. No, no. That thing has so much torque. It 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 overcame both of us, uh-huh. and it it touched the fan trial. Oh man! So it, that franchise was brand new. We ejected a piece right out of it. So. To this day, there is a JAG sticker <laughs> over there <laughs> piece that we launched out of there. Weight reduction. Yeah. My yeah. dad's like, we're not ordering another one of no. those. <laughs> Pulls out his JAG sticker, lops it right over the crack. I'm like, oh, send a lot of those. That's why they said yeah, it. Yeah. Right. Like Band-Aids. Band-Aids. <laughs> so we stopped. We knew it ran. Put the fenders on it real quick. Let's go for a drive. We did not make it. One mile, beer can, <laughs> the the yoke, oh. the drive shaft. Oh man! Pull it back in, and and the torque converter was just not right. It was <laughs> not the right stall. Uh-huh. So we pull it in. That was disappointing. <laughs> At least it runs. Yeah, it ran. Yeah. Fuck it. So yeah, we spent another couple of years ironing out a whole bunch of mechanical issues. Huh. It was it was fun as hell though. <laughs> it was a memory. Oh boy. And I have I've had that transmission out probably four times trying to get it right. I put a stall converter in that we thought would work. Not high enough stall. Put a taller stall converter in it. Okay, we're getting close. <laughs> but that thing has so much low end torque that anyone listening and don't know what a stall converter is, when you put it in drive your car shouldn't actually move until you hit the gas. Mm-hmm. That that all happens from your torque converter. Yeah. There's supposed to be a certain amount of slip in there before it engages. Well, it's the clutch of an automatic transmission. It's basically the clutch of an automatic transmission. Well, you would put this thing in gear and it would just take off. Just <laughs> set you in the seat and you're like, this thing's dangerous as hell. <laughs> Hard to stop. Oh man, yeah. you have to literally stand on the brake pedal, put, put it, it in drive, and you just let go and it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we had the tranny out of that thing a whole mess of times, mm. and then it had so much power, just didn't it would shift so hard. Oh yeah. So pull the valve body out, put a shift kit in it, put different oh. springs in the valve body, pull the different. Uh, valves in the oh, valve yeah. train yeah and there was a couple ports we had to drill for <laughs> f- f- faster dump off and <sighs> been great since but i mean a lot of snowball effect when you really start trying to fuck with horsepower it, you learn a lot uh-huh. really fast and those things you learn are very expensive <laughs> there's no such thing as cheap horsepower no no, no. So I, that's what got me into it was my dad building the Chevelle. And my dad always had cool shit. So we always had a lot of cars yeah. that were not cars we we built, but that were passed down through the family. So I was always around collectible cars, 
and we're building muscle cars and I got customers coming in with muscle cars. Like it really sparked it for me. Yeah. And that's, oh, that's, cool. that's my whole goal for JB3 Customs is like, we're here to build cool shit from A to Z. Am I not going to change your oil? Fuck yeah, I'm going to change the shit out of your oil. <laughs> but the end goal for me was that. So. How about you, Paul? That's cool, Joe. I, I could talk all night about it. <laughs> yeah, Dad. I grew up and I was always around trucks. Dad has had a log truck as long as I can remember. Um, and he's always done his own work on it, so... I was in the shop as soon as he built the shop. <laughs> Spent a lot of years out in the gravel. Big Sky Garage. Yep, yeah. Big Sky Garage. It's <laughs> a cold one. It gets cold. <laughs> yeah. You get fast doing tires in the winter. Cold, cold or hot. Yeah. be done. But, yeah, so I picked up a lot of a lot of the fundamentals from Dad and helping him on his truck. And I never really... I like the woods, but I never really want to go to the woods with him. Um, not cut from that cloth to drive log truck. Like we said last time, your balls aren't big enough. My balls are not <laughs> big enough. Um, um, so mom's dream was for me to go to four-year college. Like her, she would went to MSU, wanted me to go to MSU. So I, I applied, and I got in, and I had a fairly good scholarship and I was there three days for orientations and they're talking about lectures and reiterations and credits and I'm like I don't want to do this and I felt terrible at the time because I left after three days and I left my best friend was my dorm mate and I left him um, <laughs> sorry Garrett still sorry about that one but I had to do what was right for me so I didn't oh, could no point in spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to yeah. go to a top tier school if there yeah. if you know in your heart that there's nothing there that they can offer you you gotta yeah. leave mm -hmm. knew i so i first semester out of school knew i didn't want to drive log truck knew i didn't want to uh go to four-year school so i went to work for ford at washing cars um and here in Townsend? Yeah, here in Townsend, and Tim and Darren were the guys then, and, you know, they were always joking with each other, and um, they, they had bad days and had good, uh, had bad days and were in bad mood, but they seemed to have more good days than bad, and they made good money, and they both had nice pickups at the time, and I'm like, <laughs> this isn't bad. So um, I started expressing interest, and actually the first... The owner of the dealership offered to pay to train me, and I hmm. really considered it. And I'm like, I don't want to be beholden to anybody, you know. And then I'm, yeah. Then you're locked. In. Then I'm locked uh -huh. in, which I would have been locked in at a place I like to work, but still. So I decided to sign up for for Helena, and it was a pretty damn good choice because, like I said, I had a lot of the fundamentals. We did brakes and suspension and. Um, some wiring and stuff on dad's trucks. We didn't build motors and things like that or transmissions. Heavier dude, heavier stuff, we would yeah. go to a shop. And that really kicked up what I knew. I could, after that, I could build, get into motors confidently and transmissions and and this and that. And, well, that's mm -hmm. how you met us two games. Yeah. Yeah. It all worked out. Worked out great. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, though. That's a, that's a good story. Yeah. 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 
Thank it's it's kind of cool when you get to kind of forge your own path. Like, I never felt like I really got to do that because it seemed like it was already kind of laid out for me. So I think that's... It's a good thing you liked it. I mean, like I said, well, <laughs> there for a minute, I was like, man, I really, I like the outdoors. So, like, I was like, man, if this doesn't work out, I'm... I'm I'm thinking about some kind of career where I just live in the fucking like woods or something. Yeah. Or something. No, I had two guidance counselors tell me, one at Helena College and one at Broadwater High School, say that when I kind of expressed interest in something mechanical, they're like, no, your grades are too high. You are you don't want to be a mechanic. You want to be a mechanical engineer. I mean, Yeah, that's what everyone uh-huh. kept telling me. Um, like, I'm not interested. Yeah. In that. But then when Dave one day said that Basically, he said he was a little irritated with school guidance counselors for sending him the bottom of the class. Uh He says, we need grease monkeys and we need nerds. And I'm like, I made the right choice Uh here. Totally. And and I think we were all pretty fortunate that, that Dave was the way he was. Like, I'm really, I'm more fortunate of it now because he pushed us. Yeah. Yeah. He did. And like... I could build an, an engine in my sleep, but you had handed me a wiring diagram prior to going to college, and uh-huh. damn, I'd have threw it back in your face. I'm like, get fucked. <laughs> he trained. I feel like he, I don't want to say beat it into us, but he beat us into it so much. <laughs> he beat us Now off. for me. <laughs> he did no, not he did. stay away from it. He did not do that, but, but he did beat us. <laughs> now it's... <laughs> It's personal. When someone disagrees with me on something electronic, mm-hmm. a guy that comes into the shop every once in a while and helps out, he was trained in the Navy for electronics. And what he was saying, we were trying to solve a battery drain, was absolutely wrong. And he said something smart-ass about how the Navy trained him for so long. And I said, doesn't mean they trained you worth a shit. And a fight was on. Oh, boy. I mean, I would have come to blows uh-huh. over that after it. <laughs> Totally. And I was right. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Ohm's law, bitch. Oh, what's Ohm's between your leads? <laughs> what's between your leads? Honestly, I've, I've used if that you, since the day uh, he said it. If man. you guys could see us, we're all three got our fingers, got our up fingers in the air. Wiggling. Wiggling. <laughs> what's between your leads? Thanks, Dave. That's yeah, good stuff. Yeah, for you. Oh, man. Well, well your Walter. turn, Walter. What got you into this? Um. Well, neither of my parents were... Uh, Mechanics or oh, I can tell like after that. I met him. I'm like, I don't know how he got into this no. field. I but they're he'd both be a wildlife engineer. <laughs> yeah, his parents are. They're both very, very smart, handy, very smart. outdoors. Yep, very, very smart. smart. Um, your dad's a riot. Oh, oh they're both a hoot. When when I tell my friends that uh, my mom changed the brakes on her car, they all say, "Wait, your mom did that?" And you know, they both work on it together, but. That's the kind of parents I got. Is they they'll just go do it, you know, because that's what needs done. Yeah, willing to learn. Yeah, yeah, they'll figure it out. Not a big deal. That's Um, a great way to look at life. And everything was like that. I don't remember him ever taking anything to the shop. We never had any major issues that I remember. But um, my dad, he's always been a classic car guy. Never had anything sweet, but he bought a '55 Chevy. Bel Air, two-door hardtop in like fifth grade, fourth grade, and uh, we still got it. I think he was talking about it last it's, time uh, it Probably, yeah. <laughs> it's not in great shape, you know, a kid growing up, he uh, 
tore it apart, going to make a race car out of it. Of course. And then it really never went back together. So there's a lot of parts there. And, uh, you know, it's a future project for both of us. And Well, and your son, too. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a family thing now. Yeah. Um, so we had that. That was always parked in the backyard. It was always just there. Never moved, but, you know, something cool, yeah. old. And then uh, we had a 72 GMC Sierra Grand. Um, you know, straight cab, long box. That was the firewood getting truck. We wouldn't that, and all four of us would pile in there. And it was uh, my parents built the motor in that. Before they had kids, they were they had a Toyota Land Cruiser that they built this motor for, uh, 383. Stroker. Yeah, and uh, living in Utah, went to Moab and all kinds of stuff in that, nice. and then uh, pulled that motor and put it in the 72 GMC and. Uh, I can't remember if I was 9 or 10 or something. My dad had it converted to propane because it would never run great, even off a of 91 high-octane gas. The compression oh, really? was just a little too high for it. Brown. But propane, she loved propane. She liked propane. Yeah, yeah good sound, fun truck. It's cheaper, uh, too. At the time it was, but they didn't have a road tax on it. Yeah, but it got like 6 miles a gallon on propane, but cheaper propane at the time. Cheaper, it didn't matter, yeah. you know. Um, so we had that. They were always working on that whatever it needed um and then yeah just our regular everyday vehicles you know you do oil changes and brakes and stuff like that i always got, thought that was cool i remember growing up my dad would get done doing something and the little creases in his hands would have that oil or dirt residue yeah, stuck in them yeah and i just thought that was the coolest thing I don't know. That's just always stuck in my <laughs> mind. And so anyway, growing up, never really had a thought of doing automotive or anything. I knew I'd always be around it, kind of a hobby deal probably. But mm-hmm. you know, working on my own stuff. Well, through school, high school, I took uh, intro to automotive, which was you know changing your wiper blades, changing your oil stuff. Everybody, or I already kind of knew, but just to kind of get something a little more. And then I did a small engines class. Um, good, just good stuff to kind of know. And I'm working on weed eaters and lawnmowers and things like that. And, uh, and then yeah, I, out of high school, you well, you do those. Are they ASVAB tests in high school that yeah. tell you what you're yeah. kind of suited for? Yeah. I remember uh, one of them was like a fence builder, another one was like an airplane pilot or something like that. Like, oh, <laughs> That's man, like that kind of far apart on the spectrum. Yeah. I know. Well, yeah, so I, coming out of high school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to make a lot of money. Of course. And, you know, I liked math and science. So Montana Tech in Butte, become an engineer seemed like a the right thing to do. So I went there for a year. That's where my dad went to school. Ah, no. He went to Billings Tech. Oh yeah. Okay. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, chemistry kind of failed me, or I failed chemistry, I guess. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So got out of there after I tried two semesters. First one not so hard. Second one I tried harder, but it's kind of more fun just being away from home, doing whatever I wanted to do. I didn't. I learned some stuff, but maybe not the bookwork. And uh, so I went to 
Well, through uh, through Butte, going to college there, I met my, met my wife, future wife, and um, got to know her family, got to know her dad. He's like, well, I'd probably get you a job building houses with me. So I went to work building houses after that summer and playing baseball after college and built houses for a year. Kind of looking around, you know, do I want to do this? Working outside in the cold kind of sucks. Hey, yeah. Trying, to, trying to put roofing on when it's snowing. And you make good money, but man, you got to be willing to yeah. work in the elements. Which I'm glad I learned that stuff. And then I don't know how I happened upon the Helena College program. Um, enrolled in that and liked it. You know? Hands on. I knew I wanted hands on and not in the office inside you know inside was yeah after being outside for a year i kind of realized you know inside's kind of nice yeah (laughs) yeah so my dad Um, always told me find a job where you got working doors yeah so he always wanted me to be a dentist (laughs) (laughs) or a doctor yeah so go retire me boy yeah (laughs) like that i ain't touching other people's mouth (laughs) that's a no that's a no so yeah made it through school well, yeah, so halfway through. Didn't you get a job at Top Gun? I did, yeah. So our first, uh, we finished our first semester, and that Christmas break I started part-time at Top Gun just to get into a shop, get my hands dirty a little bit, kind of see what the shop life's like. Never worked in a shop like that, any shop. And um, the boss was great. It was only me and my sister-in-law and then two other guys learning learning you know started washing cars taking out trash helping out with whatever kind of kind of was the yes man just you know hey go do this okay you know and uh geez i've learned so much tow truck sandblast you worked tow truck for a while that's right um yeah Hmm. into a full-on body tech one of the one of the older guys, guys been there I've uh, been there the second longest out of anybody at the shop we're up to like 25 people now wow yeah got so, a big crew yeah um yeah I guess I, I should have probably touched on how I ended up at Helena College yeah how'd you get to hell well my dad didn't leave me a lot of options you know and he's like if you want to do college or any extra education he looked me dead in the eye and he said you're gonna need to figure it out because i'm not paying for it and i said okay that's fine that's fair he just wanted me to get out of high school and hand me the keys to the business and i like at the time i had just spent my entire life my entire being was that shop and i Mm -hmm. just was like i need to see what else is available for me out there and I said well I when he told me early on when I was in high school that he wasn't going to pay for college I said okay he had given me a sufficient enough time to figure that out Uh while I was still in high school so my entire senior year uh, we had a great English teacher and she was really good with how to apply for scholarships so oh yeah she handed me a book <laughs> i swear to god it was thicker than any textbook i'd ever had in my life this thing was like three inches thick and she said probably 80 percent of these you can apply for and said Whoa. the other 20 percent are for 
either females or uh, minorities uh -huh. or what have you. But she said, about 80% of these, Man. you can apply for these. I said, okay. And she said, well, out of that 80%, half of them are local. They're, they're sponsored huge. here yeah. locally. Uh -huh. And that meant Lincoln. A lot of trains going by. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That also meant Lincoln scholarships as well as Montana. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, she gave me the, the tools that I need. She said, here's how you, you build a nice scholarship. She she really helped me, like, line it out so it looked, like, super professional. I wish we all had somebody and like that. I, oh, man, yeah. she was a godsend, man. I filled these things out. Me and my one of my best friends also same deal he knew he was going to be stuck on the hook for the bill we sat there every day on english class like people were learning english we were filling scholarships out and we discovered that if we wrote a lot of these scholarships they all had the same question that they oh, wanted yeah. you to yeah. write a yeah. paper on they're right. all very similar questions uh -huh. so. you can just tweak it just yeah. a little bit we yeah. wrote five essays oh sweet and we would just change the heading and <laughs> a few words between these five different essays. So we yeah. all had, we'd have five essays we could use for whatever uh -huh. scholarship. So I take those five essays and change the header, put my picture up on the front. And we used our senior picture and we made it look really nice. <laughs> man, I was sending these things out like they owed me money, man. Like I was just mailing these things <laughs> off. Like, I, I probably mailed off, like, 150 oh, scholarships. Boy. Out of that 150, I got 80 of them. That's nice. huge. Ended up being well over $65,000 in free money that I ended up getting wow. awarded to me. My, when Lincoln graduation, we don't, we graduate the whole nine kids. So, like, <laughs> half of your graduation, they like to oh, yeah. tell you about what kids got for scholarships. Mm -hmm, so. mm -hmm. I'm like towards the end. Why is that, John? Yeah. Well, <laughs> they just start listing them off. And literally, people are like, oh my God, this kid got a lot of scholarship. Like, it was like, I'm almost embarrassed now. I'm like, just fucking stop, man. You're good. I'm poor. We get it. This guy graduated ninth and he got all these. Oh, man. <laughs> Hey, I had a good GPA. That, oh, was half, that was part of the deal. You had to ha have a certain GPA. Sure. So yeah. uh, <laughs> I ended up with uh, just a ton of money that I didn't know was going to happen. You know, I ended up with sixty grand. That like you need to go to school. Wow. To to receive this money. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, what's the cheapest school that has automotive? <laughs> and it was Helena. And I was like, perfect. Wow. So I had enough money that. They paid the tuition. They kicked me back the money. They uh -huh. paid all my rent while I was in school. So I didn't have to work real hard, yeah. which was awesome. This is the least amount of work I'd ever done in my life was going to college. Uh -huh. I was, we got a little wild because after we paid our I rent. I remember going to your house. It was interesting. We got, and John, we got wild. Folks. John would say sometimes, yeah, they're paying me this much every month just to go to school. I, I was Golly. making money going to school. How are, <laughs> <laughs> On a side note, Helena College bought my Durham Max. <laughs> Thank you, Helena College. You guys are the best. Oh, jeez. When I got done, yeah, they, they kicked me uh, 
the rest mm. of it because you can't use it all if, once you graduate. Uh -huh. So they kicked me the last of it. Wow. It was like twelve thousand. You buy tools with that money too? Fuck yeah, I bought all kinds of shit with that money. Uh. And they may have had bought hell of college bought a lot of alcohol for us. <laughs> You, <laughs> a lot of alcohol. Well, it would have been those scholarships, Ted, probably, right? Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Just went through Helena College. Yeah, it dude. just had yeah. to kind of make a loop through right, there yeah. first. <laughs> Good thing the college was cheap. Huh. You, you want to know the first time I, like, hung out with John outside of college? Oh, man, I don't know if I've heard this. Should we oh, take you a, were there. You I, I was you there, but I don't know if I remember. Should we take a break? You want to take a break? Okay. We'll so. take a break, and we'll come back. We'll be right back. And, uh, <laughs> We'll share some of so, our college the school stories. stories. Yep. And we're back, folks. Uh, what were we talking about? Paul, were you just about to tell a story? I about have a school? story. I, you know, we're listening to John talking about how he got to the college. I, I just got to tell a story about like the first time I hung out with him oh, yeah. outside the college. <laughs> oh man, he was having this house party. <laughs> and, <laughs> He's like telling me after school we're talking in the parking lot. He's like, "Yeah, come by tonight. It's gonna be great. Just you know, relax. Just a couple of my friends from Lincoln, a couple of guys from school. Shoot no big pool. deal. Yeah, yeah. So we go and yeah, it was pretty fun. I met Robbie that night. Um, already knew Rhodes, who was your roommate. Yeah, well, Rhodes was in school. school wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, he was yeah, in Rhodes school. Was our classmate. But he was yeah. also my roommate. Oh yeah. yeah. But I met Uncle Robbie that night, and it was a good time. Oh, and you met someone... The, you met the whole crew. I met the whole crew, and it was cool. I mean, it was just a few of us. But someone must have put it on their Facebook or sent out a mass text, like the Amber Alert version of a party notification. <laughs> because we go on John's front porch, and all of Helena is there. That was only one time, too. Yeah. Like, we have a party that we actually had to label Project Beckman at one point because <laughs> it got a little extreme. It got... We'll tell you about that one. A little out of hand. <laughs> but anyway, I go out, I see all these people out there, and John is yelling. I was probably the most sober one there. So John's <laughs> calling me for backup. And there's this gal. How far into school was this? This was probably first semester. First okay. or early oh, yeah. second. Yeah, month or two. It was fall. Yeah, a couple months. Was, yeah. yeah, you know, the okay. leaves were turning. I don't think yeah. Ro Ro Rhodes wasn't even my roommate then. He was just there. He was just, yeah, that's right. Because Rhodes Robbie moved in, in later. Room. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, Rhodes, Rhodes was there. Was, yeah, Rhodes I was, was there. just associate just, yeah. Rhodes with that house. Yeah, I know. He, lived he was our roommate, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. not yeah. at that point. Yeah, okay. So, anyway, John Joe, Paul, I need your help. Get over here. And so I go over there, and there's this gal with the surgical tubing oh. on her arm oh God. getting ready to shoot out. <laughs> and John's yelling, no, tweakers. Get the fuck out of here. So we, uh, we ran the tweakers wow. off. Wow. And... My first experience with old shit went down in that Lincoln boys, and I'm thinking, I don't know about this John Beckman character. <laughs> I might need to stay away from him. Dude, it, that stories that house Holy can tell. So, yeah, that's first time, just zero to fucking 170. Uh, Did you ever figure out who? No, I have no idea. I don't. I I don't know. I. I visually was so drunk that even if I saw them again, I probably no wouldn't idea. recognize them. Well, no, I mean, honest. who told 
Oh, I have all no of way. Lewis and Clark County. We were having a party. <laughs> well, and I come to find out uh, later that uh, after Project Beckman, we had to really like reevaluate our lives after that. Uh, to give some context, <laughs> to give a little more emphasis, so being that the college was just just funneling money into our college house, basically, because. I'm the one that got the the house, and I, I invite all my buddies to come live with me, and they're going to college with me, but they're in different. Uh, oh yeah, programs. Programs. So we're all like, this is the greatest fucking idea. We're all going to get this college house together, and we're going to be out away from town, and we just whatever the fuck we want to do. Little bit of a trailer hood. It's a little bit of a trailer hood, so it was like perfect atmosphere yeah. for like us. Like coming from Lincoln, yeah. drinking you guys Lincoln, fit right we in. fit right oh, in. Three right guys in the house, one living in the garage. <laughs> well, I was just getting there. So my dad gave me uh, a hot tub, and our hot tub is massive hot tub. This is a big 10 person hot tub. Did it break the deck of this house or something? Yeah. <laughs> I had to help him lift it off. I had to borrow a yeah. forklift from work to get it off the deck. Well, that was it here. Yeah, yeah. when we had it here. Yeah. But, uh, big, we had it in our big garage. hot tub. Huge hot tub. So we took it was a two car two car garage. Uh, uh, garage, uh, a two stall, I yeah. should say. But we couldn't agree when we got the house who would be allowed to use the garage. So we just all deemed it it's the party garage. That way nobody got any special privileges yeah. to it. So we put the hot tub in the garage, put a bunch of couches in there, some carpet, some dartboards, whatever. <laughs> Well, we AstroTurf, also, not carpet. Yeah, man, something like Indoor, that. outdoor. <laughs> Indoor, outdoor. It's classy. Yeah. It's like being Once in again, The college is just funneling money. Like, we don't know what to do with this fucking money. So we buy a full regulation pool table, put that in the house. We got this 75 inch TV. We're just going hard, folks. Building a beer wall. Oh, yeah. We built a wall of beer. And everyone's like, well, how'd you get all this beer? How'd you afford all this beer? We ended up meeting uh, one of our college classmates. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Cavazos. Cavazos. What's up, Cavazos? Frifter. He's a frifter. (laughs) Frifting. Not going to have a frift weekend, boys. (laughs) (laughs) I hope Mike listens to this. Oh, I'm sending it to him now. I love that fucking guy. Oh, he's funny. God, he's good shit. He worked for the... Coca-Cola. Or no, yeah, Coca Cola. One, one of the distributors. I don't remember. One of the beverage yeah, companies. Yeah. Well, they they serve all the uh, Coors Light and uh, Samuel Adams and Blue Moon, and they're just distributors of all this alcohol. Well, anytime there was a problem with a pallet, or if a pallet got busted open, uh, they basically just had to throw all this beer away. Oh man! And we would just pitch them like a couple hundred bucks, and we would get like. 50, 60 cases, like, for nothing on the dollar. Man, I'd have been friends with you a lot sooner if I had known all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, Cavazos was just... All the free money, all the free beer. We were too busy napping in your You were too busy actually off. trying to pass college. We were trying to figure out how we were blowing all this money. I, I was past that part already, I guess. My first year of college did that for me. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. And my roommates had, and had a lot of the same college uh, money I was getting, so 
we like didn't know what to fucking do with this shit. Man. But when we finally got the beer hookup of the century, I mean, we were loading trucks full of like expensive beer, cheap beer, whatever he could get his hands on. It we were taking it. So it quickly became known around town that we were the we were the the private bar of the fucking Helena Valley, I guess, for for the students. <laughs> and I don't know if Cavazos had anything to do with that, but I swear to God, he was putting the <laughs> out like, go there if you want to get fucked up. Cheap I don't beer. Uh, OPB, other people's beer. Yeah, yep. I don't know. I just uh, had to give a little backstory on like that's uh, how our house was, but. In Lincoln, it was just like a custom. Like we were so used to that. Like every Friday night, Thursday night, Saturday, from Thursday to Sunday, you were at a bonfire, you were at a house party, you were getting fucked up with the boys. I mean, you were doing stupid, stupid shit. Like I don't know how we're all not fucking dead. I have no clue. So we just brought all that to Helena with us. That whole atmosphere mm-hmm. of like. We will drink you under the table. We're going to play beer pong till 3 a.m. And we're going to go to school and we're going to start all this over again. (laughs) Now that we don't have our parents around, we have a ton of fucking stupid money that we don't know what to do with. And we have more alcohol (laughs) than we know what to do with. We're throwing ragers. And we throw this one party that was not supposed to be as big as it was. It was just supposed to be our Bozeman college friends we had met, plus our our local Helena friends were going to come. Well, everyone put out the APB, I guess, like from Bozeman to Helena to Lincoln. These are three towns that have now been put the APB up. Well, how our driveway worked... It's kind of like for our neighbors to get out of their driveway, (laughs) they would have had to go through our driveway. (laughs) I come out. You're at the end of a roundabout, or pretty much. Yeah, Yeah, I was the dead. I was the last. Yeah, 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 that's right. Of the roundabout, basically. So everybody parked in the roundabout. Well, I think they parked no. out at the highway. They were no, backed exactly. up that far. No, we backed it up. It's <laughs> so, like the county fair, you know. <laughs> Seriously. So we we had a bunch of property that was like ours, that was part of our lot. Yeah. yeah. There was not an inch of the grass, the the driveway, the road, the county road. There are people parking in my neighbor's parking lot. There are people parking on his grass. I'm like, guys, we are fucking going to jail. We are fucked. We are so fucked. And by midnight, it hasn't been busted yet. I'm like, there's... We, we should have gone to jail by now. Like, it, it's already out of hand, and it's only midnight. Get the core and, group together, and you're making an escape plan. No, yeah. Well, yeah, I looked at you, and I said, I don't know where you're going, but I said, I'm going that way into the bushes, and hopefully they don't check our mail, because my name is on too much of the mail. We all had our exit strategies, you know, and it's just getting bigger and bigger, and... I start looking out and it's now backing up way to the county road. And I'm like, uh oh. Now we're like impeding like traffic. Traffic at this point, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, why are we not getting busted? 
I start wandering around the party a little more, start finding like, oh, there's one of my neighbors. Oh, there's another one of my neighbors. <laughs> oh, there's another neighbor. I'm like, huh. I think I got half of the cul-de-sac here. <laughs> We're good. And I asked the guy, and I was like, hey, I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to like apologize, and I'm pretty fucking slosh, so I, I don't know what I, here. I don't know what I even sounded like, but I'm like trying to apologize to the neighbor that's closest to me because if if he needed to leave, I'm like I, I'm sorry, but you you're, gonna have to you're walk. fucked, man. I, I don't even know about any of these people. I don't know where they are. You know. You're going. Like, you're not leaving. He's like, oh hell yeah, we saw the party. We just joined in. Just on over. And My so, good neighbors. Yeah. yeah. Turned out he was the pot dealer for the oh, for the kid. Oh, he's there for more than the party. Yeah, I yeah. think he was selling. It's a business trip. It was a business trip. Yeah. <laughs> All expenses paid. All expenses paid, boys. <laughs> Please thank you, John. John, get to know him real good. <laughs> I didn't know soon enough. <laughs> found out a little too late. Uh, that party got so wow. out of hand. And about halfway through, m- my roommate looks at me and he's like, do you realize you just started Project Beckman here? Like, that movie Project X had, like, wasn't all that old at the time. And he was like, dude, it's almost to the point that, like, cars are going to get lit on fire. (laughs) And we're like, all right, well, we can contain this, right? Like, you can contain it. Like, there were people overflowing. Our hot tub has just people fucking everywhere. There's... Who brings a swimsuit to a party? Nobody. No. Nobody. Just so you know. There were no swimsuits. So... There was a lot of things you either wanted to see or didn't want to see. You were going to probably see it. There's people fucking everywhere. Like, I don't, I look out the back porch, just our whole backyard is. You guys had a big people, yard, too. Just fucking full of people. We had a pool table, and <clears throat> there's people had converted our pool table to a beer pong table, and there was like three other beer pong tables going on. It just got ridiculously out of hand like there was no stopping it at this point like I was almost gonna have to call the cops on ourselves <laughs> Look, just so I could go to bed so we can I gotta go to school tomorrow no no we, we, we did not sleep that party ran I finally I ended up going to sleep waking up with like five different people in my room four people were in my bed it was a wild experience <laughs> I had a guy touch my butthole. <laughs> it, was, it was a wild night. It was a wild night. John, show me I'm a dollar. He touched you. <laughs> no, I know what. I scarred me for life. Don't even touch my butthole. <laughs> Are you serious? No, yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> Worst part about it. I missed is. that one. I'm sorry, I missed that one. So I go to go I to bed. I thought you were joking. No, I go to go to bed, man. I I I find it's like four a.m. and I find like I'm going to bed, and one of the chicks there was like, "All right, I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna go to bed with you." I'm like, "Okay," but I'm like so drunk. I'm like, "I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to fucking bed." <laughs> she hops in. One of my other buddies, he hops in next to her, and then some other chick hops in next to him. And before I know it, I got like four people in my bed, and I look down on my floor. Here's my cousin passed out on the floor, and he's like, "I'm like, 
what are you doing here? You have your own room. And he's like, yeah, there's 12 people in my room. And I think three of them are having an orgy. So I just left. And okay. So he sleeping them to it. Yeah, oh, he's sleeping on the floor. Like right below me. And so we kind of had a guy, girl, guy, girl. So there were no dicks touching each other. Well, you can sleep pole to pole or hole to hole. You yeah, can't no, sleep pole to hole. I was kicking people out of yeah. my bed. Like, I'm like, I ain't into the gay shit. No, canceled. <laughs> this gay beer out here. Uh, well, sorry. I just, I ain't into it. Uh, my, one of my best friends, he is just three sheets to the moon. Like, he... He's blacked out, fucking drunk, man. He reaches over to give the chick that's next to me a little fondling. He reached a little too far. I'm like, bro, that's my butthole. Get away. Get the fuck out of here. Stop touching my butthole. Get out and stop. I literally, like, reach around, smack him. And he's like, oh. I'm sorry. I'm like, you need to get the fuck out of here, man. He gets up, goes to the bathroom, pukes his guts out, just fucking passes out on the bathroom floor. So, yeah, I got my butthole touched that night. I, I did not consent. There was no consent. Okay. Podcast number three, and we're going to have the hell of a police in here investigating this rape. I was the one that got raped. <laughs> By one of my best friends. I just, one question. Was it Robbie? No, it was okay. Josh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Still one of my best friends. Well, you got the special bond now. Yeah, we're be, on a different it level. It can't now. be undone. No. Oh, oh, we played He's football. never looked at you the same. <coughs> we were all really tight-knit boys growing up. Oh, I super we hear tight so, something. Yeah, we, well, Not yeah. so much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Josh thought of that. <laughs> Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hope you guys listen to this episode oh, up to this point. Gosh. I don't know how I can follow up on I that. I don't think I can. I either. had nothing after that. Oh my word. That's not even the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up. Walk out of the house, out of my bedroom. It is like the apocalypse. There are like, it looks like dead bodies everywhere. And it's just people just passed out drunk everywhere. I open the outside to look out in the yard. Same thing, just fucking people passed out everywhere. You know what's the saddest part? Is the only time the cops actually ever got called to one of our parties was when we were all actually legal to drink. <laughs> my tw- my twenty first birthday was the only t- party that ever got the cops busted. <laughs> and to that, it wasn't that the party got busted. It was one of our one of the people at that party got so drunk he wandered off into one of the neighbors 
place? Well, he wandered into the wrong neighbor's place. <laughs> and that guy is a good old boy, and he has his own personal graveyard of the most, the coolest. <laughs> it's the largest Mopar graveyard I've ever come across. Hmm. Well, he wanders through that Mopar graveyard, and uh, that oh. guy thinks he's stealing shit from his graveyard. This guy just literally has no idea where he's <laughs> fucked out of his mind. <laughs> Well, that guy comes out with a shotgun, starts, like, threatening to shoot the guy. He goes fucking running. Well, where is he fucking run back to? My house. <laughs> so the cops show up looking for that guy, and they're like, looks like there was something going down here. And I, I'm I'm the one that answers the door. Or my cousin was there. She answers the door to the cop. She uh, comes back and gets me, and he's like, who's the owner of the house? Uh-huh. And he says, the guy I'm looking for is right there. And he passes out next to the only window in our house. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for that guy. I'm like, well, fucking get him out of here. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Looks like there was a party going on here. And I'm like, well, you missed it by a couple hours. But yeah, sure was. Still might be something in the fridge. I'm like, if you can find some beer left, good on you. And he's like, well, it looks like y'all are, are, are safe. And I'm like, yeah. I said, I don't know this guy. I said, I don't know what happened. He said, oh, he tells me the story. He wandered off in some guy's property. Oh, man. So luckily the party had, like, had already was finished by that time. I mean, it still looked like there were dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> this cop shows up, and he tries to look in the house, and I just slam it as fast as I could behind me because if he walked in, he'd have been like, holy fuck. <laughs> I mean, there's people fucking on the goddamn pool table. There's people fucking on my couch. There's people, like, fucking on my kitchen table. Like, it was disgusting. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. There were people shacking up all over the place. Oh, man. Except me. I, I was not getting shacked <laughs> up. Yes, you were. You had to open the door, though. Oh, nobody was touching me that <laughs> night. Like five people in my room again. No more butthole touchy for me. <laughs> no, I no. He had his chastity belt on backwards that night. Fuck <laughs> yeah, I did. No, that was another Holy wild night. Holy moly. I could go on for my my college experience was a freaking wild folks. And I, I we definitely don't have enough time to share all of my college stories. Maybe that's what we'll start with next time. College. Stories from college. Maybe more of the classroom setting. Maybe more of the some good academic stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can some we, good can ones we like, perk this up a little with some, like, oh, actual in-class college stories? Because all mine are fucking wild. <laughs> I mean, from rolling trucks to almost oh, dying. That's a good to, one, too, man. All for tacos, baby. <laughs> all for tacos. <laughs> There's a lot of Lincoln boys will do for a fucking taco, apparently. I got one to tell, but I got to get permission from Taylor first. Mmm. Mm, I wonder if I should get permission from Cass first. <laughs> <laughs> we'll lead into that next week, how about yeah? Apparently we have to ask each other's wives and share our stories. Do I know this story, Paul? Oh, yeah. It's okay. the story I won't let go. Okay. It's the sto- reason why Taylor hates me. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, folks, you oh. are getting an extra special episode, I guess, today. I think we got another one coming next time, too. 
starting it off right. We're doing good. Off to a strong if we start. Can, if we can remember where we left off. <laughs> yeah, we don't ever. I'll write it down. Butthole. <laughs> no. Oh my god. I swear I told you guys. You've never, never told heard us that, that one oh before. My god. Nope. <clears throat> totally legit. <laughs> Wild night. Was Josh in your wedding? wasn't in my wedding, but okay, he was at that, my wedding. That makes sense. You know, there's a history there. He wasn't in his wedding. <laughs> he was never in me. But he was around <laughs> it. <laughs> Why do I have to clarify? Cassie's just good at next time. She sees Josh just... Daggers. Oh, I told Death her the story. I'm pretty sure I wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a no touchy zone for me. Now this episode got weird. This episode <sighs> might get us arrested. Nah. <laughs> or Josh arrested. That would be his first time. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I didn't even see that bus coming. He threw him under. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. He's good work. Oh, boy. Well, boys, we had a pretty solid episode. Anybody got anything to add before we mm-hmm. call it a night? <laughs> what, what do you say? I can't think of anything other than that. <laughs> I guess, I guess I I'm glad gonna... I saved that to the very end of this. That yeah, was so you. much, we might have to start a new fucking podcast. <laughs> man, you Listen guys wanted me. shop talk, man. This is, this is what boys Anything talk about. Goes. Anything goes. Anything goes in the shop. Goes, Anything yeah. goes when you're out in the shop, man. Yeah. We talk about it all. Like I said, giving a bunch of Lincoln boys some money and beer. Not a good combination. Maybe I'm glad I didn't know you at that point. <laughs> That's fair. You might not have made it out of college, my boy. We'd have taken you down a dark path. <laughs> Sounds like I entered in the relationship just, just at the, the right, right time. time. You're, you're stabilizing it, Rhodes, Sarah. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably the sole reason poor Rhodes could not complete college. Like, I felt so bad after a while. I was like, are you going to study? He's like, I'm so drunk. I'm just going to school. I'm just going to oh, take the test. Oh, man. <laughs> I felt Jeez. so bad. Can I tell a Rhodes story? Oh, yeah. To end us off here? Yeah. Yeah. So, got some, a little bit of time. This will be a long <laughs> This will be quick, I promise. <laughs> so John Rhodes and I, we went to McDonald's one day in my pickup, and I got that regular cab Chevy I've had mm-hmm. forever. And so we roll up to pay, and the girl at the window, she was uh, five, six, not great looking, not bad. <laughs> she wasn't terrible, but she had some cans. <laughs> <laughs> so. John's on the right. I'm driving. Rhodes is riding bitch in the middle of my pickup. And yours is a standard. It's a standard. Yep. So yep. your hands are Breaking between the legs there. Yep. But the best part was she, like, your total's 10, whatever. Rhodes pops up from in between us. Hey, baby, what's your number? <laughs> like, this is why we can't take you anywhere, Rhodes. <laughs> you look like a little she probably thought he was our son. Yeah, he literally popped out like, hello. 
Like, like shouldn't he be in a car seat? Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's an adult. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. It's nowhere near butt stuff, but it, it's best I can do. Hey, I didn't want the butt stuff either. It just happened to me. <laughs> I did not consent. <laughs> I don't know why we always end this shit so goddamn oh, weird, but I fucking love it. If all y'all listeners don't just get a good laugh out of that, you, your, your humor is just not with us. <laughs> try again next time. Yeah, try again next week. Hopefully it gets better. Drink a little and then listen. Yeah. Oh, yes. This podcast is definitely better when listening with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Or it's also made with mostly alcohol. Mm-hmm. We just finished some old smoky peach moonshine. There's a lot more peaches in here than there was moonshine. And those peaches are strong. And the yeah, all the liquor is definitely in the peaches because that drawer is empty. And, and this is only half 65 full. proof. Oh. Only. <laughs> Compared to our 4% beer. Compared to 4% beers, it's only 65. Only 65. We only drank the whole jar. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder I got the giggles. That's normal for you. Oh, no, that's, he's the giggle that's machine. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I was doing a safety meeting this morning. There's always one or two words that just make me lose it. <laughs> Someone says fart, and you're over. (laughs) (laughs) Duty. Uh, Duty. They're giggling. (laughs) Duty to our customers. (laughs) That's all I got. That's all I got. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in and listening to the Shop Talk podcast. We're out. If you're sticking with us now, you're some real people. Yeah, you are our people. Alright folks, we're out. Believe it or not, we are trained professionals. Before attempting any repairs on your own, always learn and follow proper safety practices. Shop Talk Podcast is not meant to be repair advice and is for entertainment purposes only.